Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome to the China Shop. You've made it here. We're so glad you did. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm feeling pretty good. I got, I got a decent night's sleep, finally. Oh, that sounds like a myth. I don't believe in them. <laughs> doing better than you are. Decent night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling today, Dan? Sounds like you're getting sick. Oh, God, I could be getting sick. Again? Again. Well, yeah, Kyle, yeah, my immune system ain't so hot. Anyway, come on into the shop with us today. <laughs> Sit back, relax, rage against the hedge machine. We'd love to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way around, trying to get a complete set of fine china here. If you smash enough china, Kyle, you, you'll get the whole set. Oh, is that how it works? That's that's what I was told. <laughs> uh, we, we share our ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. If, if you are new to the China shop and stock trading in general, you should probably check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialneptitude.com or give one of our beginning trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description. Uh, and we it may be time for a new beginning trading episode. Yeah, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, but the best place to be is our Discord server. Kyle and I get on there every day uh, with a lot of awesome people. It's just a great place to be. And Kyle, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's a free server. It's, wait, we're not charging for it? Yeah, there aren't any paid tiers or special access areas. How are we? How are we making the money to to give all this shit away? Uh, step two question mark. Yeah, um, yeah. we I'm, don't know how to make money off of our community, <laughs> so we're just going to keep it free. Uh, so when you do join, send us a private message or email with your mailing address, and so we can send you some smash-it-yourself swag straight from the shop. Mostly smash it, smashable. I think the beer koozies might give you a little trouble. Yeah, yeah, you might need to tear the beer koozie with your teeth. But that's, or get that's some liquid business. nitrogen. Oh, that sounds like a fun video. Right. <laughs> uh, we're just all, we're just really glad you're here. Uh, we have a lot of fun and it's always better with friends. And uh, we love you all. All right. Kyle, we got any show news? Um, I mean, there's always show news, I guess, right? Is there any show news you'd like to talk about? I would like to talk about <laughs> our interview with uh, Leo and Flary from Orderfellow Labs. It's oh, getting released this yes. week. Yes. That, that was a good interview. That was a great interview. Uh, and actually, I've already scheduled them, or tentatively scheduled them to come back at the end of March because I don't know if people are aware, but they gave us a trial of their products so we can uh, check them out and see, what they, see how they all work, their, their Sierra chart studies. Yes. So there are going to be a lot more questions when they come back next time. Yeah, they're very informed traders. And yes. And th their studies are, are really awesome stuff. What was crazy is hearing the backstory about how they got started. And it was kind of, it seems like a similar path to kind of what we did. Mm -hmm. Like five guys hanging out on Discord. And then they have one coder in the group that they basically say, hey, make me a study that shows me this. <laughs> I even had an idea for a study. And then when they gave us access to all of their stuff, it's one of their is beta. It? <laughs> it's one of their beta studies. So I was like, nice. yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> that's what I wanted to see. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Where, where, where are we? Where am I? I think it's time to talk about the bet results. No, we still got some intro to get through. Okay. All right. I'm just an eager beaver. Calm down. We have got a rigorous, riotous, robust episode today. We got plenty of market moving news, stocks on the radar, and more options than Facebook lost market cap after their latest earnings. 
Ah, more more options than spots and Zuckerberg dropped on the uh, richest man list. Yeah. <laughs> we will be talking about that later. Fuck the Zuck. <laughs> uh, and reach out to us. We do love your messages and comments, whether they're on Twitter, Facebook, uh, or even especially the Discord. Maybe you're old school and you want to just send us an email. That's You can do so at the number two bulls at financialneptude.com, or you can give us a phone call, 725-22-BULLS. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you just got a DUI and the penalty is you got to coach a kid's hockey team. It doesn't matter. We love it when you reach out. Did that one. What are you talking about? We just did that we one? just did the Mighty Ducks, didn't we? What? What are you talking about? Maybe maybe like a year ago. Uh, okay. But nobody, nobody remembers but you. That feels very familiar. Oh, no. The last one was the 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 uh pro hockey skater turned figure skater yeah we, okay all right i've been watching a lot of ice skating movies <laughs> <laughs> what's the big deal when are you gonna do young blood never seen it okay next week then <laughs> next week <laughs> <laughs> no next week's gonna be the room <laughs> oh god damn it uh yeah we're doing that today too yep all right kyle now it's now we can talk about some bet results all right you can go first. Did I make the least money? Because I made money. I know. You did. God damn it. So I wanted to go long on the SPXS, but I, I didn't want to get in right away because I felt like the market had a little bit more upside to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said I wanted to buy it at eighteen seventy five, and I had my, and it did get down there. And in fact, it got as low as 18 but my stop was at sixteen fifty. Uh, and then it rallied and uh, ended the week at $19 and a penny. Uh, for a second there, it looked like it was going to hit $20, and I was really excited on Friday. But then the market decided. It was a big sell-off right at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that brought me up. The, the, what was it? Amazon earnings brought the market up? No, going into Friday, like Friday close, there was a big, uh, big sell-off. Well, Trust me, I was watching Friday. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, the sell-off, <laughs> the sell-off started Thursday, and it continued through Friday morning. Yeah, and then it was like then it rallied. Amp- then it rallied, and things things were looking dire. But then the, it sold off again. Oh yeah, I keep sorry, man. The the inverse of that keeps fucking me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, it's like a little logic puzzle. Yeah. Anyway, regardless. <laughs> Uh, I made six dollars and ninety three cents. I'm at five hundred six dollars ninety three cents for February. Starting out on a uh, on a on a positive note. I really like the way you structured that bet because if you would have just went in on the start of the week, uh, it would have been a lot more painful because I think it opened yeah. the week at twenty dollars or over twenty dollars. It did, yeah. So using yeah. that buy stop to grab it, and then you grabbed it with strength too. I really like the plan that you came up with doing that. Uh, I had Capital One. Which opened the week at one forty one thirty four, and it hit my take profit at one fifty for closing at one fifty thirty five. Uh, so that took my bet total up to five thirty one twenty four. Oof! Wow. But but random went with triple uh, I. Mm. That opened at six twenty and finished at six eighty. And fuck random and fuck it's five hundred and forty eight dollars and thirty nine cents. You know, it's funny because when we both looked at that chart, we were both like, Well, if there's ever a time to get in on this stock, it looks like it's right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> random has been getting some great entries lately. Right? We don't even have to do any buy limits or changing and maybe I'm overthinking this bet stuff. I was actually decide trying to decide whether or not I should take a random, a fight random with random. <laughs> <laughs> right oh well there you have it thrilling start to february yeah we're all positive that's i don't know when was the last time that happened yeah it's it's demoralizing for me to to make money and still be in last place <laughs> for sure oh, it's still the beginning of the month there's still plenty of opportunity for me to lose it all <laughs> <laughs> i won't hold my breath Oh, all right, Kyle. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some news. Well, we all know why we're listening today. The sharpest person with the week to replay. So sit back, we got some market affairs. Get some stories for the bulls and the bears. 
clowns running companies Laws change overnight, here we are It's time for China Shop News Yeah, now It's time for China Shop News yeah, it's hard to move on from it, right? It's just, it's I know. Good. It's so good. Kyle, you got any big stories you're dying to lead off with? Because you, you know I've got one. Uh, I think, well, I'm, I'm sure you want to talk about Turkey, but. <laughs> oh, I do. I really do. And I know it's probably not popular, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so obsessed with Turkey. Well, it's like my reality show. <laughs> let's talk about the jobs report first. The blowout okay. jobs report on Friday that actually led to decline. And it makes sense when you think about it. Like the really strong jobs report basically is proof, or I guess it gives more ammo to the Fed to raise rates. So, so seeing that strength before they were expecting it means that those March rate hikes are much, much more likely to happen, even though they're pretty much a shoe in. I don't remember. I read a lot of news stories this morning, but one of them even said that uh, now they're, they're talking, there could be six hikes. Well, yeah, that was the rest of this was all the people with their predictions. And I think Goldman Sachs is predicting five bank of America is the highest where they're predicting seven. Uh, I listened to the fed president at the, of the Atlanta fed president talk. Um, he came on, I think CNBC or something at the end of the trading day yesterday. Mm hmm. Uh, he doesn't think a recession is likely, but he's basically saying that March rate hikes are pretty much going to happen. Whether or not there's more than what they're anticipating is all going to depend on the next reports. Like he's saying, like take Jerome Powell's, you know, what he says at face value. Like they're get, they need to gather more information before they make a decision on what's going to happen there. Maybe maybe that's why the uh, the market ended Friday bad because <laughs> everybody's like, yay, good jobs reports. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> Things are getting more rate heights. <laughs> I'm a bear this year. It's 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 happening. It's hard not to be. Yeah, and it's it's there's no it's not necessarily technical analysis. It's it's just economic analysis of like right. To, God, what was the other thing I saw today? I saw something about uh, like the England central bank president saying that uh, workers should forego raises this year because they don't want to get into a, a wage raise inflation spiral. Like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Which literally means keep taking inflation pay cuts. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, I saw like, that fuck too. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking banks. And, and, and uh, in the same uh, news feed when I was scrolling through on uh, Reddit, it was also like the, uh, was it Bank of America got, CEO got a 30% pay increase? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Fucking banks. This is why people hate banks. Yeah. I'm different. If you're upper management, <laughs> you just, you worked hard for that raise. Right. <laughs> but if you're not, no, 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 no. Don't ask for a raise. It's just going to spiral everything out of control. We can't all do it. I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a couple years. We'll have run a think tank on it. Do a couple studies and see if, if you need a raise. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. so what was your what was yours that you're itching to talk about? Oh, it's actually marijuana. Oh yes, there's actually some movement going now. Finally, yes, yes. Good old Chuck Schumer, a- Amy Amy Schumer's lesser known cousin. <laughs> are they really related? I would love that if they were. They really are related. Are they really? They really are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh God! He had a press conference on Friday. I don't know if he like plans this. Like everybody's talking about job reports, and he's like, "Okay, so, uh, oh yeah, by the way, we're we're gonna we're gonna release a a bill to legalize marijuana in April." (laughs) (laughs) Now that no one's paying attention, right? Uh, If that's what it takes, go for it. Right? Just fucking (laughs) do it already. I know it's Uh, ridiculous. They they've officially yeah. The Senate is going to start in April with legislation of comprehensive federal marijuana legislation. And now they've been saying, cause you know, they've been trying to, the house has been trying to do the safe bank act to right. get uh, marijuana banking reform done. And it ha- and it keeps stalling. And one of the things he's been saying is, is Chuck Schumer has been saying like, well, we need it. We don't need it as a standalone. We need it as part of our comprehensive marijuana reform. So mm. It does appear like there is hope for marijuana federal legalization this year. Does it have the support of all the Democrats? Because they're going to need to be united on that. I'm not sure that everybody is fully on board. Well, you know, I, I, I asked my people in Washington yeah. to, do, to do an informal poll. 
Yeah, what did they come up with? They they came up with that smoking weed gets you high and is a fun time. <laughs> Who'd you talk to, Dave Chappelle? We <laughs> <laughs> don't have people in Washington. <laughs> You're from Baltimore. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I should, yeah, I should uh, go try and f- track down all my elementary school friends that yeah, don't remember see if me anybody anymore. Made it big. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Chris, we were best friends in the third grade. You owe me. What's the What's the statistic? Like one in five will be dead. <laughs> oh God! What's the statistic for for how many of them are are doing well? One in fifty. Sure. <laughs> uh. Well, and and so so, I don't know if you're aware of this, but marijuana uh, companies have been kind of taking a beating for the past year. I am well aware. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, the YOLO ETF that uh, that Jen's got in her account—well, it's actually she's been in cash for a while. She got out at eighteen dollars a share. It's it it dipped below ten. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. And it's currently at around ten fifty. But uh, with this news, I'm going to be eyeing uh, to see that that tur- higher highs, higher lows to get her back in. Mm-hmm. Now, now that there's hope, <laughs> but <laughs> but I gotta be, but I gotta still gotta be careful because it's just hope at this point. It's nothing, nothing concrete. No, but it's still something you want to be invested in long term. It's going to happen sooner or later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just might be yeah. later. <laughs> it just might be li- right. Exactly. You had something on China too, didn't you? Or you want me to start with mine? The uh, uh, the the House of Representatives that passed the China Competition Bill, tightening ties with Taiwan. Mm. This is uh, part of uh, strengthening the American supply chain. It's gonna they want to give fifty two billion dollars to support the U.S. semiconductor related production mm-hmm. because of the global chip shortage. That's a good idea. They also want to spend $45 billion strengthening the American supply chain and manufacturing back home. That's uh, probably a good idea, too. Yeah, yeah. Considering that's the apparently the culprit of all this inflation. <laughs> Semiconductors! <laughs> the supply chain has nothing to do with all the money we printed. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> it, it also included a whole bunch of uh, diplomatic stuff with Taiwan to p- piss off China. Uh, and the FBI director, that's one of the stories I wanted to talk about, actually, was kind of doing the same thing. He accused Beijing of stealing Americans' ideas and innovations and los- launching massive hacking operations. Yeah. And the more I was digging into this, like, the, like you know, every time we talk to somebody that talks about wanting to put their product in China, like, we've always asked them, like, are you worried about, like, having your technology stolen? Mm-hmm. Most of the time they say no. But saying this, that, that it's a real worry to me now, more so than it was before. Christopher Ray, the FBI director, said that when they tally up what they see in our investigations, over 2,000 of which are focused on Chinese government trying to steal our information and technology, there's just no country that presents a broader threat to our, idea, our ideas. The Bureau is opening new cases to counter Chinese intelligence operations every 12 hours or so, he said. Whoa. Chinese government hackers pilfer more personal and corporate data than all other countries combined. All other countries combined. And then the the Chinese government officials repeatedly reject accusations from the U.S. government, with the spokesperson of the embassy saying last July that Americans have, quote, made groundless attacks, end quote, and malicious smears about Chinese cyber attacks. (laughs) So, and then he also described China as a staunch defender of cybersecurity. Uh, The way that that quote reads, they're making groundless attacks and malicious smears about our cyber attacks. (laughs) So the cyber attacks that you're doing, they're not as bad as the as what they're saying. Is that what is that what he's trying to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't deny the attacks. They just like, look, we're trolling people on Twitter. We're not we're not stealing industrial secrets. Oh yes, they are. <laughs> oh yes, they are. Uh, one example: last November, uh, Chinese intelligence officers convicted of espionage, economic espionage for targeting an advanced engine by GE that Chinese state-owned enterprises were working to copy. Uh, There was 2014, five military Chinese officers uh, indicted on charges of hacking into major corporations. Wow. There is some, I guess, what's the word? There are some critics to, I guess, the the effort of the Justice Department that was created in 2018 uh, because they think that researchers and professors are getting investigated on the basis of their ethnicity. 
and it's also stifling academic collaboration. But I always have a hard time with these things. Like, it makes no sense to go target, you know, Joe Everyman for <laughs> stealing Chinese secrets over, you know, Hung Wayne Wan or whatever who just came over yesterday <laughs> wearing right. his military uniform. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe we cut that. That's borderline. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we won't cut it, but we'll 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 stop talking about it. Oh, stop talking about, about it. I'm gonna, about yeah, that? this is dangerous waters. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about something lighthearted. You got anything? Anything uh, else good? Well, the last thing um, we'll end with is the uh, there's a vast Department of Justice probe. Looking at almost 30 different short selling firms and allies. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, and this was news to me, apparently the FBI, well, you remember that guy Andrew left from Citron Research? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, FBI went to his home in early 2021. Uh, so, beginning of last year, right when, like, G, you know, GME was blowing up. Mm hmm. They actually went to his home and <laughs> gathered all his data to go through. Wow. <laughs> you know, and it's still ongoing, but every every company that uh, I've been reading about it on Bloomberg, every company that Bloomberg talked to was like, yeah, we're totally cooperating. We're giving them all our stuff. Like, we don't make shit up. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they've been doing this for a year <sighs> leads me to believe that there's nothing there. Um, I don't know. Be careful with that thought train. Yeah. Because have you uh, got your copy of Iceland Secret yet? Uh, yes, I haven't started reading it. Okay, well, read that first, and then then let me know what your thoughts are. Because it's just there's so much data you have to go through in order to build these cases. Like he does a really good job of explaining like just what it takes to build a case, even when you have some evidence. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then you're also talking about a. a agency that's not paid quite the same way that the you know the people this, at citron are that's true it's true <laughs> with less incentives yeah yeah well so we'll we'll see how that plays out but, yeah uh, it's nothing that's going to happen quick and nothing from the sec or doj happens fast that's true any apes out there uh you should take heart the the investigations are happening it's just too late to save if they did find anything wrong, it's not going to go back and they're not going to make the stock price $60 again. Right. <laughs> That's the downside. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, you don't want to real quick talk about uh, Erdogan in the news again? Him and his wife got uh, tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, couldn't happen to a nicer chap. Uh, his tweet, uh, we have mild symptoms, which we learned to be the Omicron variant. Uh, we await your prayers. <laughs> That's how he we, ended that. We, we await your prayers. Yes. <laughs> Not, thank you for your prayers. That's, <laughs> that's almost like a threat. Yeah. We, we await your prayers. Come on. Bring Let's them. them. Where right are now. they? <laughs> My prayer counter is still at 13. <laughs> I kind of want to find that tweet and see if uh, see what the responses are. It's it's funny because I thought I thought you were referring to the story about how Turkey's economy is pretty much just propped up by China. No, it wasn't. Sounds like we need to do a Turkey bonus episode so you can get it all out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll sum it up in like twenty seconds, and that is like the re the reason Turkey the Turkish lira was falling so fast is because all of the business is being done in foreign <laughs> currencies mm. and they are they basically they import from china put it together and sell to europe so uh. they're like <laughs> they're they're taking in euros and and exchanging them for the chinese yuan yuan <laughs> when whatever uh, and that's that's why no one's using, that's why their currency crashed because no one even Turkey's using it. <laughs> All so, right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, Kyle, Kyle, I had a fever dream last night. Uh, I know where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I, I already told you about the 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 the, the dream with uh, Danica Patrick on the hood of her car. And and I'm I'm the guy trying to change the tire, and all she wants to do is have sex. And I'm like, look, I got a fucking job to do, lady. 
No, <laughs> no, you didn't tell me that. Never mind. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm, uh, that's that wasn't my fever dream. <laughs> that's a, just that's just a pleasant digression. I I don't even I don't know why that that name came into my head. I, I I'm not even like into her particularly. Just I don't know. When you said that, all I could think of is that comedian I heard talking to. God, I don't know if it was Burt Kreischer or some one of those guys, but basically his fantasy is just imagining uh, Brett Favre, uh, not Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers just going to town on uh, Olivia Munn. That's what he masturbates to. <laughs> he, he's not even part of it. He's just the voyeur. Yes, exactly. <laughs> some loans are just a big mistake and up over your head. Drowning in those rates and fees Someone left unsaid Seems the right kind of lender To find the thing that fits your needs And you just have to call her Cause you know that she was born to be She's a loan maker, dream banker Debt saver, won't you call her up and see She's a loan maker, dream banker Dead saver, won't you call her up? Go, go, go! Oh, no, no. I had a fever dream, and I actually spoke to an alien being, right? Mm-hmm. And that alien being was like, Dan, get your shit together. You need to fucking get a mortgage. I was like, dude, I don't know who. I don't know anybody who can help me with that. And I shit you not. This alien handed me a, the treasure map to Sue Pullen at oh. Fairway Independent Mortgage. <laughs> An equal housing lender. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. True, true story, man. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, so I'm just saying this lady is galactically known. Like, mm. they're, with, with her over 20 years of experience finding the right product for, for people and their needs, She's gotten a lot of attention, attention from from Star Command or Starfleet. From, from Star, a lot of attention from Starfleet, helping thousands of homeowners, whether it's purchase, refinance, even reverse mortgages. She's helped them because she's licensed in 25, 27 galactic empires. Doesn't that go against the Prime Directive? It it does. This was a rogue alien. Sue is a rebel. <laughs> She's a rebel. She'll help you. She doesn't care what Starfleet says. Exactly. <laughs> Best way to reach her is just give her. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm a, I'm not on fire today. I apologize. No. <laughs> oh, just give her a call five two zero nine seven 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 nine zero four. Give her an email s pullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage MLS number two two eight nine. Sue Pullen has an MLS number two. 06048. I feel like we need to post a picture of that treasure map so people can uh, get that information easier. <laughs> yeah, so they can, <laughs> they can find the treasure. So reach out, see what Sue could do for you. All right, Two Balls at a China Shop is also proud to be affiliated with TradePro Academy. TradePro Academy is the educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced independent traders. Translation, Learn to trade like the big institutions. Mm. We've got a great staff of highly knowledgeable and successful traders, and there's no better place that we've found to learn all that you need to know to be a successful trader. Find them online at tradeproacademy.com, or you can use our affiliate link in the episode description. It's a great way to support the show and improve your own knowledge and skills. Yes. And I think we have a third uh, plug to read this time. Well, I mean... I wouldn't call it a plug, but I'm really excited to, to, to talk about. No, it's definitely a plug. Uh, yes, the, awesome, <laughs> <laughs> the awesome Flary and Leo from Orderflow Labs, we, uh, we, had them, uh, we interviewed them last week. It's coming out this week. Uh, they were kind enough to share their toolkit for uh, all of their futures trading studies on Sierra Charts. Uh, they have some amazing custom studies for structure and execution. Uh, from buy sell zones to exhaustion absorption detectors and everyone's favorite reconstructed tape. Uh, they have something for everyone. They're constantly adding and testing new studies. They offer a lot of support to help you with their to help you on how to use their tools. So if you are trading futures, you should check out orderflowlabs.com. They they also have a, a great Discord on there for support yes. on on how to 
what to do while reading and using their studies. So, uh, yeah, they've got videos showing how to use them. And one of the other things I was really impressed with is how many Zoom calls they do where they're just just getting on there and like talking about the tools or how to use them or, or showing you just how to trade with them. So it's a lot more than just the studies. I was kind of impressed with that. All right, Kyle, is it time to talk about some stocks maybe? I think so. What do you want to start with? Because there's a bunch. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch. Um, well, let's get my, I only have one. Is uh, it Facebook? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, go ahead then. <laughs> um, well, it's not really a news story, but it's definitely a stock that has something to do with current events. I've been watching, I had my eye on Raytheon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm like, if war breaks out in Ukraine, I bet, <laughs> I bet defense stocks are go up. Yeah. Well, when I looked them over, like Raytheon is at their their fifty two week high. They're they're at an all time high. Uh, R- what's the single symbol again? RTX. Uh, oh yeah, they are. Yeah, they just tested support and it at eighty five and it held. Yeah, then they broke into new all time highs. Definitely, definitely one that I am uh, watching and I'm considering getting getting some uh like april dated call options on yeah yeah you have a target on that or anything else you're watching for no it's just all-time highs the target is the moon at that point yeah i think what round numbers i think is what you look for 100 <laughs> right yeah so be be 100 i like it because it's been in a, a massive consolidation leading up to that finally mm-hmm. popping up above it since may looks like it came right back down and kissed that 92 f- support for coming back up again Mm-hmm. decent volume on the move looks like volumes increasing i like it let's talk about facebook dan okay i think we have to talk about facebook oh don't don't you mean meta platforms i no i refuse to say that yeah it's it's <laughs> it's facebook uh you had a story i had a story basically it dropped what 232 billion in value setting an all-time record yeah, all-time oh. record for largest market cap loss ever. Zuckerberg personally lost what thirty billion. Yeah, he's now uh, not the not even close to the running for richest in the world. Right, but what what really stuck out to me when I was uh, kind of reading up on on some of this was the way that it wasn't just the earnings report and like the actually losing active users for the first time, like ever. <laughs> Uh, it was basically uh, Zuckerberg blaming Apple and TikTok for their problems rather than having like any sort of solution. Mm-hmm. The main complaint is about Apple's privacy change in uh, the iOS 14, uh, 14.5. How dare they? They took out full page ads in late 2020, accusing Apple of harming small businesses and threatening the future of free internet. Yeah. The yeah. change that they're complaining about? requires developers to request permission before their apps can track users. Yeah, before they can scrape <laughs> the data on your phone, they have to yes, ask your permission. Asking. Yeah. How dare Apple do that to Facebook? Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing that took Zuckerberg's uh, ire. The second one was TikTok. And their answer for TikTok is that uh, they want to get their video product reels going. Remember when uh, Netflix took over and like wiped out Blockbuster? Yeah. Remember what Blockbuster did in the dying days uh, trying to come back to relevancy? Oh, where they just tried to copy what Netflix was doing? Exactly copy. Yeah. (laughs) 100% copy. Did not work very well, did it? (laughs) Uh, They actually previously tried to copy stories from Snapchat too, and that didn't work. So trying to copy your competitors is never going to work. I think their only chance is to try to buy TikTok. Let me let me look up the value of Blockbuster stock to see how they're doing. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Maybe Blockbuster. <laughs> do they still trade it? I don't think they do. I think it's completely gone. Uh, there is no such company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you know? I hope it happens to Facebook. 
So this to me makes Facebook seem like it's uh, it. There's no more up. <laughs> like that's that's the end of it. Unless they can figure out a new way to, they have to innovate in order to get more users. But you can't grow forever. That's just kind of how it works, right? Yeah, exactly. So the fucking earnings came out, and goddamn, did they get hammered on it? Uh, I had to support at two forty five, and it fell. It gapped below that. It did. So it's trading in a two thirty or two twenty three. I think is the next support two twenty yeah two twenty three is the next support I have. Uh, it's trading in between that right now. I don't want to buy this. I don't want to be long this uh, at all ever. Well, no. I I'm uh, I'm I'm looking at it right now on the daily back to the twenty twenty drop. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm eyeing it. I'm eyeing that two hundred and sixty dollar level for a retest. Like I want it to like 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 where is it going to if 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 it has a push up where is it going to stall out to drop even further mhm yeah that's a good target uh and it might even be more like 255 or 250 yeah 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 right where the volume starts to swell yeah i think that's a good solid Move, area get, to look get get some puts at that point <laughs> right <laughs> really long data though cuz it might take a while for this to that's true <laughs> i mean it's not the end of facebook to be, I mean, let's be honest. They do have a shitload of users still. They do make a shitload of money doing ad revenues. Just uh, it sounds like people are finally getting sick of them. Yeah, I've been reading that the younger generations don't enjoy the platform. No, no. And then when the leader comes out and says all our problems are somebody else's fault, I'm like mm-hmm. eh, that's not a good sign of good leadership. Yeah, you gotta get those Winklevoss twins back in there. <laughs> Um, the other company I wanted to talk about was Ford. Oh yeah. Ford is cutting production again because of the chip shortage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had to cut uh, the F-150. Um, uh, their earnings came out and they were not good. Um, uh, expected was, uh, 45 cents per share and they reported 26. Uh, revenue missed by 3.53 billion too. What? Uh, I've been holding puts on this thing since basically it gapped up above 16. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think I'm about to finally get rewarded here soon. You've been holding puts on Ford since the end of October. Yep. Wow. That was I didn't put a lot on it. It was an all or nothing. But I've also you know I I picked them up for I want to say. March. Okay, so I guess at some point it was just like, okay, these are worth zero. I can't, couldn't sell them to anybody. So how could you get out of them if you wanted to? Oh, there is no point in getting out of them. I just, you know, let it run its course and see if it comes back down and revisit it. I bought so much time on them, and they weren't that expensive because Ford is such a big name that yeah. the IV on them is usually not that high. Nice. So yeah, it might actually uh, might finally get rewarded for my patience. <laughs> Oh, I feel I feel bad. Uh, what was the? I don't remember which company was it. Market Watch was like two weeks ago, three, a month ago. We were talking, and they it was up at in the round twenty four, and they were like, "Ford's gonna dump." Oh, they actually were right. And I was like, "Yeah, it's just because you want people to sell them your shares." And now it's like <laughs> a month later, it's like, "Oh, wow, they fucking nailed it." Maybe not everybody's <laughs> trying to <laughs> just take our money. Yeah, yeah, maybe not every story out there is a scam. Or maybe it was reverse psychology. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, yeah, I'm watching to see if Ford will retest 19. I might actually add to that position. I've got a support level, a really weak one at 18, that it's kind of just closed right above or right near. Uh, there's not a whole lot of volume down to 16.5, and then you got that gap from 16.5 down to 15.5. Mm-hmm. And I think we're probably going to see that gap get filled. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Back back down to 15. Oh, don't worry. Ford will get back up there again. Uh, when they maybe. Are getting some semiconductors. <laughs> they can uh, pivot to EVs and start, uh, I guess, if they can become the dominant EV maker. Yeah. According to Biden, which I think he thinks they already are. <laughs> well, I actually have never ridden or experienced a Ford electric vehicle. No, me neither. So I don't but know. They're innovating it or not. They're the leaders. Well, yeah, they're the first. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, other quick stocks that I got on my radar for next week. I got uh, BP, British Petroleum. Uh, oil's finally making that march up to $100. 
Uh, BP had a pretty key resistance uh, at that previous top at 3260 mm-hmm. that it uh, kicked up above. From I think above thirty three, I think we see that retrace or at least test thirty six again. Uh, there is a small gap from back in March of twenty. Say it's 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 been a long time since they've been up there. Yeah, but with the way oil's going and uh, the the shift in sentiment, uh, the market rotations, I think uh, I think this one's a solid bet for at least a test of that thirty six, if not above. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to talk about was PayPal. Mm, yes <laughs> paypal also had a huge earnings miss and the funny thing was like an hour before this earnings got reported actually it wasn't even the earnings themselves they kind of reported in line like the actual estimated versus what was reported they even had a surprise beat on the revenue i think it was just the guidance that they offered was terrible yeah but man it, they got hammered yeah <laughs> going back to april of 2020 uh, there's a really strong support around 124. Uh, it's trading at 126 right now. Uh, oh, yeah, we've been talking about a gap at between 140 and 128 that just got filled with that latest earnings dump. It did just get filled. Wow, look at that. But if you look at the price on the way down, it left behind two really big gaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, one from 175 down to 140, and then uh, back in November of 21 225 from 225 yeah down to 215 mm-hmm. uh, this is a pretty solid support that it's at right now and i actually considering maybe picking up some shares at this point yeah shares not uh don't want i don't know that i want to try to time this with options it might take a while to come back and retest some of those levels but get get a just buy one leap a, a year out yeah maybe you could do that and sell a, a higher one do a leap spread. Yeah. There you go. But, no, that that was that was a it was at a big level. It was 124 was a huge resistance and when it broke through, it didn't stop the bull run till it hit over 300. Mhm. So damn. Uh yeah, I, I I think I think you're reading that right. That's And then like the way it ran up through like, it came up from 140 up to 175 and then coming back down. I mean, there's just a real thin spot on that volume too. So there's not going to be once it gets up into that, there's not going to be a whole lot stopping it. Mm. Just like there wasn't a whole lot stopping it on the way down because there's no indicators, there's no technical analysis to do in a spot that's void like that. No auction data. All right. Yes. All right, should we uh, hit some earnings real quick and move on yeah. to crypto? Let's talk about some earnings. All right. Uh, Monday, we've got Hasbro, Tyson, Energizer. On the 8th, we've got Pfizer, BP, Piton, Lyft. Piton, too, is in the news just recently. It looks like uh, there's people circle on them trying to acquire them. I think they jumped like 40% on oh, cause aftermarket. Investors realize, like, wait, there there is value in that brand. Somebody's going to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably about the only thing that could save them right now. Um, next Wednesday, we've got CVS, one of the ones that you picked uh, to see all-time highs uh, a few months ago, and it's definitely done that. Uh, Uber, Disney, Yum! Brands. Uh, Thursday, we've got Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Twitter, Zillow, and on the 11th, we've got Dominion Energy. Yeah, look at CVS. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you fucking nailed while. that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I had the, I'm like looking at my levels, 96 half. Mm-hmm. And it's currently at one hundred eight half, like twelve dollars higher. Anyway, all right, let's let's talk about some crypto. Okay, okay. <laughs> Look at the news. What do you see? The cult of cryptocurrency. I know you're greedy. I know you need. You need that Bitcoin, either NFT. Cult of cryptocurrency. Like Elon Musk tweets his doji. The cult of cryptocurrency. Cult of cryptocurrency. Cult of cryptocurrency. All right. All right, Dan. What do you got for crypto here? I I had a, a story. Let's see. Uh, yeah, apparently 
uh, crypt, not maybe not crypto specific, but NFTs, same same genre. Uh, it belongs. I'll allow it. Uh, traders are selling themselves their own NFTs to drive up prices. <laughs> Where have we seen this before? <laughs> I think we saw it our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Run, Rayasaurus, they're on to you. They're on to you. They're on to you. <laughs> Known as wash trading, the act of buying and selling a security in order to fool the market was once commonplace on Wall Street. It has been illegal for about 100 years. Uh, but NFTs are vast, unregulated. They exist in a vast, unregulated marketplace. So we're seeing it again. Mm. Old scam, new stuff. <laughs> uh, there was a report that tracked instances of, of the same traders selling the same NFTs back and forth at least 25 times. Yeah. So it would be like me and you trading the NFT back and forth. Right. And then, and then, like, inflate the price up, and then we sell it to somebody else for the inflated price. Huh. You got to make a lot of money to overcome the gas fees, though, don't you? For all those transactions? I don't know. Hmm. Says they made uh, about $8.9 profit from that practice. So, I mean, wow. God, we should have been doing this sooner. They also discovered significant evidence of money laundering in the marketplace in the last half of 21. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, th thanks, Ray, for explaining <laughs> that one to us, too, because uh, that makes a lot of sense what she was saying. Like, basically, you create a piece of art, you slap a million dollar price tag on it, you give it to your friend, and now you can say where a million dollars of like cocaine money came from. And then meanwhile, your friend can then donate that piece of art to a museum and then get a $1 million tax write-off. Brilliant. Uh, right? Wow. Okay. Now I just need a million dollars from illegal cocaine sales, and I'm good to then go. Then you can just, yeah, make a piece of art, give it to me for a million dollars. Call it a million dollars. You don't actually charge me. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I mean, if it's you, I'll, I'll cut you a discount for sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could do the same thing with real physical art too, right? It's just it's just easier with digital art. That's what she was describing was with with the physical art. Like that's yeah, it's the money laundering. Art is used for money laundering a lot more often than you'd think, right? Well, because it's it's one thing worth can be worth so much money. Like why why launder using ten transactions when you can do it in one, right? Right. And then on something that nobody can really properly value anyway, because it's only based it's subjective. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's supposed to be the, the marketplace and the auction finds the price, but art also allows for the artist to set the price market be damned. <laughs> or the <laughs> gun runners <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, set, to set the fake price that they give it away for. <laughs> <laughs> How do I? to be an artist for illegal activities like i'll paint your paintings <laughs> i know right it's an original dan i call it stick figure jerking <laughs> off i call it payday, <laughs> payday. <laughs> i call it never working again never work again <laughs> uh, i had one pop up about uh quantum computers being able to crack bitcoin sooner than you think was the headline and that's kind of annoying when they do stuff like this, but it's still kind of interesting um, that within the next 10 years or so, they think that uh, modern the quantum computers will be able to crack the encryption that actually uh, protects Bitcoin. So w what would that mean for Bitcoin? Like, So the ability to break it would allow an attacker to hijack transactions and reroute coins into their own wallet. Oh. So yeah, it's not good. <laughs> This also assumes that Bitcoin never changes their encryption. Yeah. What was interesting about the story, though, is just talking about the effects that this will have on modern encryption in general, meaning that like, if you encrypt something today, you know, 10 years down the road, it may not be safe anymore if you don't update that. Right. God, how depressing is that? <laughs> You're never safe. You're never, ever safe. Technology always moves forward, friend. No. Well, unless, you know. Unless war were declared, <laughs> big <laughs> well, enough war, war will set that technology back. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, usually war is good for generating new technology. Well, as long as the war doesn't obliterate the whole planet. Well, but... yes, yeah, that is a key <laughs> if. <laughs> I mean, look at Mars. We haven't heard about the Martians in a long time. Well, that's a good point. No, or the Moonanites. Oh, I love the Moonanites. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's just let's alienate all our listeners right now. Yes, except, except for the Aqua Teen fans. Let's do that. Draw, motherfucker. Oh shit! You know what this is? No. What? What is this? Can you hear that? That's your death rattle. Oh shit! <laughs> oh well, I don't know. I had a week. Yeah. Stuff happened. Uh, you want me to go first? I, I wouldn't call any of it good. I'm just struggling to oh. think of a good that I did this week. I don't think any of it was good. Um, I had a rough oof. week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did some things that were, I mean, I traded a journals. I did things correctly, but I wouldn't call any of it like, I did good with that. Hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, I have as my good and also my bad, it was the PayPal trade I made last week. It's your good and your bad. Well, it's my good because it was just a well-executed trade, like getting out of it. Like I took half off at the open just to immediately get paid and then ran the rest of them to like collect as much value as I could. Uh, the last runner collected it right at my, you know, stretch profit target. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Uh, the bad was that I looked back as I was putting it into my uh, ledger. There's a lot of risk that I put on for an earnings gamble. Ah, uh, yeah. So it worked out, but it you know, separate the results from the method. Like I put way too much into that trade. Right, because what if they had a huge earnings beat? Or even if it was just flat. I mean, the earnings were flat if they just would have bounced around. Yeah, that would have cost me you know double what my normal position is. Yeah. So it worked out this time, but I mean, that's more luck than anything else, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's luck unless you have an insider at PayPal that told you what those <laughs> earnings were going to be. And if that's the case, I'm mad that you didn't share them with me. No, I just saw a lot of sentiment on, I guess, the metaverse. <laughs> Ugh. Sounds dirty when you say it. I know, right? Anyway, you got a bad that you want to talk about? Um, I got, I got an ugly, I, I don't know if I, I didn't, I feel like I didn't have a good or a bad. I just had an ugly this week. I didn't see the ugly. I caught myself dom trading off my levels, uh, yesterday. Mm. Yeah. And I caught myself when I went to check my profit loss and saw that my loss was well outside of my risk management limits mm. and went, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oops, you did it again. You made the wrong call. You're watching it fall. Oh, not again. You thought that you were so great and you couldn't wait. You're not that good at this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was ugly. It was ugly and it definitely, definitely made me yell at myself. Oh, man. Like, you're so not even what, trading your levels. You're just staring at the dom. It's so hard to not trade the dom ask. when you stare at it. <laughs> like you yeah. almost have to put it on a different screen, and like you can only look at it when you're in a trade or at your level. Right. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'm going to do that. I think too. You might want to focus more on options too. Really? Not because um, I think there's more opportunity there. I mean, one like you're making good calls with like the stocks that you're analyzing. But the reason being, like, it gets your focus off of the f- futures, so you're not constantly staring at them. If you're analyzing stock charts, that's less time you're spending staring at something that's trying to entice you to make a trade. Well, I think I think my issue is more of uh, more of the execution, yeah, than analysis. And it's going to be the same with options as it is with futures. <laughs> you find yourself more forcing trades, or is it just getting in at the points that you identify, like? And then getting out when you're supposed to. I think. I think. It, yeah. It's. A, it's a. It's a matter of of the, the getting in and out when I'm supposed to, and instead. In that case, yeah, that's just more practice, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my ugly. <laughs> I was trading an iceberg breakout, one of my favorite trades, and I did not switch my uh, brackets. Mm. I still had my ten point bracket on. Oh. The one that I was testing out to, to play with wider stops and see if you know I saw any improvement in my trading. Uh, yeah, I ate a ten point stop on that trade. <laughs> Oof. 
I think I think uh, was that the same iceberg? Were we on the call talking about yeah, that? Iceberg? Yeah, when you pointed yeah. that out. Yeah, I was like, ooh. I also took a loss on that one. Um, yeah, my normal breakout bracket is actually a trailing stop on it because if a breakout doesn't keep moving in your direction, like that kind of reversal is actually kind of likely. Yeah. That many people sell a level uh, and it doesn't keep going down. Well, guess what? They're now all buyers. Thousands, like over a thousand contracts. Uh, and part of me, like, you know, wanted to just kind of keep it on just to see what a 10 point stop felt like. And yeah, it really actually wasn't that bad. It didn't hurt that bad to watch it. Were you on sim or live? I was on live. Fuck. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, luckily I was able to work my way out of it to basically break even on a nice uh, rotation at or a reversal. At, like I think it was 82. So it, it, it basically took what should have been like a 10 point profitable day to break even just by not, you know, flipping the brackets the way they're supposed to be. It's funny because I was about even and it took me to about 10 points negative. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Check your brackets. Check your brackets, folks. I will they say I'm important. having a lot better luck with that 10 point stop though. Yeah. I'm finding like one or two trades a day using that much wider stop like allows me to pick the best of the best levels. Like if you get it wrong, like your day's pretty much done. You're going to hit your, <laughs> your, your loss for the day. But you get it right that 10 point stop allows you to sit through some heat and you don't have to get that entry just as perfect as you, you know, normally like to see. All right. Well, shall we make a bet? Uh, yeah, let's do that. I love that song too. <laughs> hey Kyle, you know what I'm gonna do? I uh, no. I'm just gonna hold uh, SPXS. I'm I was gonna, wondering if you're gonna do that. Gonna hold over the same bet. Keep the the stop at uh, what is, I said sixteen half. Maybe I'll move the stop to uh, say seventeen half. Um, normally, you gotta specify that the week before, but I'll let you keep the same entry price then, just to make it easier to do the maths. Well, rather than trying to rebuy it again on Monday. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, well, how generous I think, of you. Yeah, I think, go ahead. You can go ahead and keep it. Yeah, I I, that's a good play. You want to keep yours? Go ahead. No, I was actually wondering if I should just buy PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> buy, long on PayPal? I was thinking about it, but no, I think I'm going to go long on BP. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Okay. I think I think long BP is probably the better move. And we need to stop at probably $30, we'll say. Mm. Or maybe $29.50, just to make sure that we can handle a dip back into that EMA cloud. Okay. All right. Profit target, 36. If it hits 36, just cash me out. 36 cash Kyle out. Okay. What about a random? Uh, odd or even? Odd. And 1 through 12. 10. Uh, New York Stock Exchange Transportation. Fancy. Um, yeah, you picked uh, Alaska Air. ALK. <laughs> I picked. No, the random. I know. Random yeah, why not, why not go for an airline stock? Go ahead and beat us with one of those. Why not? Fucking asshole. <laughs> they have been bullish since the beginning of December. Uh, yeah, this down leg. God damn, this looks like a great entry. Yeah. Volumes decreasing on this sell-off from this latest little top at 55 half. Time to buy some calls on ALK. Fuck, it might be. <laughs> God damn random. Random's yeah. going to fucking smoke us this month. I think I think they're going to hit. I think ALK is getting above 58. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. Okay. Well, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to say ouch for next week ahead of time. We'll see what happens. Oh. All right. Kyle, so yeah, you you want to wrap this one up for us? Put a bow on it. What do we What do we normally do? Uh, thanks for sticking around, folks. Uh, we had a great time chatting about a bunch of nothing. Reach out to us, send us your messages, rate us, uh, all that other bullshit. 
Um, if you have a way to help us uh, figure out a way to raise money to support the show, you can tell us that too. We're open to ways to make money without that, charging you without for joining the Discord. For <laughs> Join the Discord for real. Uh, yeah. Fucking great place. It's it's growing just like we wanted it to be. Everyone's sharing their their not just their wins, but they're sharing their losses and their struggles. And I think that's what really makes a good community is allowing other people to learn from your mistakes too. Yep. I'm really pleased that nobody's gone in there and like acted like some hotshot badass. Like I only ever make money. Like everybody no, right? is following the same thing we're doing. Like you got to be honest with each other and yourself if you want to try to get better. Yes. You only tell people about your wins. It makes you look good, but it does nothing to help you grow. Or them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, folks, we got a big bet going on. Come back next week. Find out if uh, <laughs> SBXS beats. Uh, well, you got British Petroleum, BP. Yep. And then the Alaska Air. <laughs> ALK. Ugh. Ugh. Just feel to have it. <laughs> stupid random. Um, I also find out if Dan survives a week. Oh, I'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just need a bump of sleep, man. Just a bump of sleep. Nice. Because it's what normal people call an app, right? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Until uh, next time, happy trades. Bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks in the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.